20 years ago, 22 decades ago, this September 11th, nearly 3,000 lives were lost in the coordinated attacks upon the World Trade Center in New York City, the Pentagon in Washington, D.C., and in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, where hijacked United Airlines Flight 93 crashed after passengers sacrificed their own lives to prevent the terrorists from carrying out their larger mission. On this day, New York City firefighter Stephen Siller ran with other first responders through the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel to the Twin Towers, where he gave his life saving others. Since that day, Stephen's brother, Frank Siller, has made it his mission to provide mortgage-free homes to Gold Star and fallen first responder families with young children and to build custom-designed smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans and first responders as a way of honoring his little brother's sacrifice and all who gave their lives for us on September 11, 2001. Frank founded the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Tunnel, because his brother Stephen ran through the tunnel to the towers, he founded the organization in 2001, and he has served as chairman, which is an unpaid volunteer position since its inception. It's his whole life mission. It supports America's heroes and their families and helps our nation to keep its commitment to never forget. This is going to be a powerful and moving episode of Love Someone. I suggest you settle in, grab some tissue, prepare yourself for some strong emotional responses. I am honored to hear Frank's story and to help him share it with all of you. We will be speaking with Frank Siller, founder of Tunnel to Towers, next. Right now, I want to give some well-deserved credit to one of my amazing podcast sponsors who make this very conversation possible. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, a company set up to help people. It's not a crisis line or self-help group, but a group of professionals who provide counseling that's done securely online. They make it possible for you to talk with them from the comfort of your own home or office. You don't have to limit yourself to counselors near you, and it's much more affordable than traditional counseling with financial aid available. BetterHelp matches you with licensed professionals that specialize in everything from depression to stress, family conflict, trauma, grief, to self-esteem, and much more. Everything is confidential, and it's easy to make appointments via video or phone. They can help you start living a happier life today. Receive 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com slash love someone. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash love someone. Over 1 million people have taken charge of their mental health with better help. So welcome, Frank, to Love Someone. We chose the name of this podcast, Love Someone, because that's my daily mission is to share real love in a dark world. And boy, have you been doing that in honor of your brother for 20 years now? Yeah. Tunnels yes. to Towers is the name of your organization to honor Stephen, your brother, who 
paid the ultimate price. No greater love is there than this, that you would lay no. down your life for a friend. And, and he laid down his for complete strangers. So tell me about your brother and how that inspired you to birth this organization. Well, you know, I, we ha- I have to go back to when my brother was a little boy, really, for people to understand the unbelievable loss that we had as a family on September 11, 2001. So Stephen was the youngest of seven kids. My mother was uh, 40, almost 45 when she gave birth to my brother, Stephen. Did she think she was done? Like, had she like put all the toddler toys away, given them out at garage sales and was yeah. moving on? 14 years earlier, because I was closest in age. And I'm 14 years older than Stephen. So he really was a surprise. No, he was a miracle. He was our little angel. He was our little miracle. And uh, he was just like the core of the family. It's just, we were very close. Uh, You know, my mother had six kids by the time she was 30. And then she had him almost like I said, 45. And then, so when he was eight and a half, uh, my father died. And a year and a half later, my mom died. So at 10 years old, he was really orphaned. Although he was blessed that he had much older siblings. My brother Russ was 25 years older than Stephen. And uh, like I said, I was the closest in age of 14 years older. So I was in my 20s. My brother Russ was in his 30s when my parents died. So we raised him primarily, my brother Russ, uh, in Rockville Center in Long Island. Uh, but Stephen was born and raised on Staten Island until he was 10 years old and then was out in Rockville Center. So... He, at a very early age, realized that every day was precious. Life was very precious. And then he, you know, grows up, comes back to Staten Island, lives with me for a short period of time, gets reintroduced to a girl he used to walk to school with when he was in the, like, second, third, fourth grade, you know. They fall in love, they get married. I mean, it's just, it's it's a fairy tale. And they get married, they have five beautiful kids. Oh, my word. He's on top of the world. He's on top of the world. He becomes a firefighter at age 27. He's got everything to live for. And then he's finished his night tour on September 11, 2001. He's on his way home to play golf with my brother, Russ, my brother, George, myself, and him. The four brothers were going to play golf. He is on a radio scanner that the towers were hit. Goes back to his firehouse, gets his gear, goes to the mouth of the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel, where it's closed for security reasons. That tunnel is almost two miles long. He straps 60 pounds of fire gear on his back and runs through that tunnel. Comes out the other side, goes up West Street, goes into what we believe the South Tower because he was never recovered, but he lost 11 firefighter brothers that he worked with that day. They were all in the South Tower. And uh, goes up those stairs and while saving people, he gives up his life. So we were just overcome with emotion, obviously, just on the day itself. But then finding out what he did, we knew that we had to do something as a family to honor and respect not only what Stephen did that day, but so many heroes did that day. And that's when we started the Tunnel to Towers Foundation in honor of all those who perished, but most certainly my brother. Wow. I can tell you shared this story many times because you do it without hesitation. Well, it's a story I've been sharing for 20 years. And look, our mission is pretty clear. It's very simple. We want to make sure we never forget. That's the number one mission. And we do a lot of beautiful things and we'll get to that. But the first mission is to never forget. 
Once again, not just Stephen, but all the 2,977 souls that died that day. The second is to honor them. And we honor them by doing good. And doing good is something that we've been living by. My parents were Franciscans. St. Francis said, brothers and sisters, while you have time, let us do good. And that is very simple. That's our motto that we live by. Let us do good. That's all the foundation wants to do good. And we do good by taking care of the greatest of all Americans, those, Delilah, who are willing to die for you and for me. And that's what we do. We take care of the families that are left behind. And then we celebrate their lives. We have to celebrate their lives because they don't want us to be sad. They want us to enjoy life the best that you can because you'll have bad days, but you want to enjoy life the best you can. But you want to celebrate what they did and their lives. And you can only do that in a joyous way. And we do that all the time. We have a big run every year in September. We emulate what Stephen did, his final heroic footsteps. We have 40,000 people run through that tunnel. Thousands of firefighters, thousands of police officers running their turnout gear, thousands of military rocket. You know, they put their, their, their backpacks on, fill it, rocks, you name it, they fill it. They want that weight. They want that challenge. They want to respect what was done that day. It is just so moving. You come out of the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel and when you run through it, it's almost, like I said, almost two miles long. When you come out, we have pictures of every firefighter and police officer that died that day. When you come out of the tunnel, that's what you see. We're all lined up. We put a face to a number. And it's very important that these great Americans aren't, aren't forgotten. So that's what you do. You come there. But at the end, I call it the miracle of the loaves. We feed all these 30,000, 40,000 people. And we have a, a music festival where we're honoring them in a beautiful family way. And it's just the most patriotic day and event you could possibly be at. Last but not least on that day, we have 2,500 West Point's cadet that run in cadence through that tunnel and they're chanting. And they're running with a lot of the catastrophically injured service members that we built specially adapted mortgage-free smart homes for. And they're going through and they, it's just, I can't, I can't even wait, explain wait, wait. to you how so the, the, the cadets are in cadence with the wounded warriors? With the most catastrophically injured service members. That's who we build for. The most catastrophically injured service members, double, triple, quadruple amputees, quadriplegic, paraplegics. And they're going through the tunnel too? Absolutely. Oh, we had a quadruple gosh. amputee, Todd Nicely, second quadruple amputee to ever survive in the battlefield. Uh, he's out of St. Louis. He puts on his prosthetics. By the way, it takes him about an hour to get ready in the morning just to get out of bed. But he puts on all four of his prosthetics. He does the run. He runs through that tunnel. Uh, and it's it's just incredible. A lot of them have to be in wheelchairs. A lot of people have help. You know, we push them, you know, through on, on their wheelchairs, whatever. Others use a bike, whatever it may be. But we have so many catastrophically injured service members that do it. And yes, West Point cadets are guarding them. It's like an honor guard. They run wow. alongside of them and they're chanting. And they're it's just so uplifting. It's incredible. Have you made a movie or a documentary just about that well, aspect of it? We've had a couple of documentaries, yes, we, we have. Just that picture you just painted alone of these young, fresh-faced cadets. Yes. In uniform, I'm guessing, or in fatigues. Yeah, they're in, you know, the tees, yes. It's incredible. I mean, just, just that mental image right now is <laughs> breaking my heart in such a good way. Well, now, th then they go down, the West Point cadets go down to ground zero 
and the commandant or superintendent, they go there and they, and they go to ground zero right there. And they talk about the importance of why they're serving their country. And they say, you know, hey, look at those guys that you just ran with. You know, look at the sacrifice they made. And you're willing to sign up and do that because we're all volunteer military. We, we're blessed in this country that uh, we have Americans who are willing to stand up and protect us. It's incredible. So it, it's just the whole day is very emotional, but it's so beautiful and so uplifting, too. Because like I said, my brother ran through that tunnel, but he came out the other side. Now, he came out the other side to help. So as a family, we chose that when we go through our tunnel, our sadness, our despair, the loss of our little brother, and of so many others, I lost a lot of friends that day besides. And we have to come through that tunnel, come out the other side, and we have to help. And that's what our foundation does. We want to make sure we take care of these families. Because now when somebody serves, and it could be our military, it could be a police officer, it could be a firefighter, law enforcement, you name it. When somebody serves, the whole family serves. Yeah, amen to that. My, my oldest son is a police officer. And his whole family, he has four kids and a wife that's been by his side through thick and thin, through the tunnels of life for, you know, almost two decades now. And they all pay the price. They all serve. They all, it's not a job, it's a life. It's a calling. So Tunnels and Towers Foundation, and the people listening, they can go to T, the number two, T.org. T the number two and t.org tunnels to towers is what it stands for. Right. And we ask people to donate as little as $11 a month, but listen, this is our promise and our contract. We, and we want people to join us on our mission that when these great American heroes go serve their community or their country, right. And they give their kids a kiss goodbye and they don't come home. We want to deliver them a mortgage free home. So if they have a mortgage, $300,000 mortgage, whatever it is, 400, 250, whatever it is, we want to pay that mortgage off because that should be the promise that we have as Americans to these families, that if they're willing to protect us and willing to die for us, and when that happens, because it does happen, that we're going to take care of their families. And that's our promise as a foundation, that we're going to take care of every, every first responder in America that dies in the line of duty that leaves a young family behind. And we've been doing that but we only do it because people go and join us on a mission, donate as little as $11 a month. You know, many hands makes light work. And that's why we count on many people to join us. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. 
That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. How many people do you think participate in the runs that happen every year? Well, well Just some guess. runs only have two or 300 people in them and some runs have six, 7,000, uh, but our run has 40,000. So, uh, you know, so hundreds of thousands of people, but we have stair climbs, we have golf outings, we have events that people put on for us all over America because they want to join us. Because you know what? Here's the thing. We're four-star rating. That's the highest you can get. We're 100% transparency. And last year in 2020, we just did our tax return. We're 95 cents of every dollar goes to our programs. I don't get paid. My siblings don't get paid. We have tens of thousands of volunteers. We deliver. We don't just say we deliver it so people could see where their money goes. So you see this picture here. It's with uh, 48 Medal of Honor recipients, 48 of them. They sent it to me. It's a beautiful picture. Of course, uh, my picture, me and my wife and my six grandchildren. That's the most important picture (laughs) to me. Uh, uh, And portraits of people that have sacrificed. It's all about family for us, but it's also about our country. We're going to take a break right now. We're talking with the gentleman who started the Tunnels to Tower organization, charity project. And we will come right back and talk a little bit more about your heart, about your passion, and about ways that people can get involved. This podcast episode is all about an organization that provides help and hope to some very deserving recipients, not unlike today's sponsor, Mercy Ships. Mercy Ships sends floating hospitals to some of the poorest countries in the world with a crew of medical professionals that provide free, life-changing surgeries to some very grateful patients. They are sustained entirely by the generosity of volunteers and donors just like you. You can help in three ways. You can give, you can go, and you can pray. Learn more about the organization, volunteer opportunities, and how to make a donation by visiting mercyships.org love. That's mercyships.org love. We are back and I'm kind of quiet. Today, I'm kind of subdued because when we opened this podcast, you were describing what Stephen did on 9-11, running through the tunnel. And my podcast producer sent me all the information beforehand. So I knew that. 
I get like that all the time, Delilah. So I'm not, you're, you're very genuine and I, and I appreciate it. And uh, it is uh, heartbreaking, but it is so inspiring what my brother did and that he has inspired us to be better and not bitter. That's amazing because if that were my little brother, I don't know that I wouldn't be a little bit better. No, I was bitter. I can't tell you I wasn't. Uh, that being said, I know that he doesn't want us to be sad. We want to do good in this world and, and then most certainly for our country. So that, that's what we focus on. What a gift of peace that must be for thousands of people. And it is thousands. And yes, I, and I call almost every single widow myself. And I talk to them over the last 20 years. I've learned how to speak to somebody that is grieving and such an unbelievable loss. And I, I almost to every one of them, I say to them, do you believe in life after death? No one said no to me, to be quite frank with you. And they say, yes, I do. And, I, and then I change and I say, no, I'm not talking about for your husband. I'm talking about for you. There's life after death for you. And you have to realize that the best way to honor somebody, and I'm not telling anybody how to grieve and how to get through things, I'm not doing that. But I think the best way to honor somebody is to have a full good life. Live a good life. And they have to realize not in the beginning, of course, you just can't even get out of bed almost in the beginning. But then when they realize that people care, that's important. And I think that that's a message that we bring to these widows or widowers that people care. They don't know me. We're somebody they didn't even know. And here we are saying, we're going to pay off your mortgage and you're going to be able to stay in the house that you were making all the memories with your husband and your kids. Amen. And you can stay there. And that's a tremendous burden lift off that family. Tremendous financial burden. Because we all know the biggest expense we all have, right, is our mortgage. And that is done. So what does that do? That enables some of these families where the mother or father can stay home and or work part-time instead of full-time or two jobs or whatever to pay mortgage and to, and to feed your kids. Yeah. It's hard enough to lose one parent. Right. And like you said, if the parent left behind then has to assume that financial obligation, you lose two parents. Yes. You lose the parent who passed on and you lose the parent who's now gone, you know, 18 hours a day trying to provide. So you're right. You're, you're giving those kids mom or dad, whoever is left behind, you're giving them them more fully. Stability. And how did, I mean, how did this come to you? Like you're grieving, you lost your baby brother, he was never recovered. So now you've got grief on top of grief. I lost a brother in an airplane accident. We didn't have the body. We didn't have the remains. We didn't ha know what happened for years. So I know that compounded grief of not having that closure. How long after you lost Stephen Frank did you go, you know what? I could do this. I could help. I could help impact the lives of families like Stephen's. Walk me through that process, how God imparted that upon your heart. It, it, the truth is we've been guided the whole way. Albeit we did decide very early on. I remember talking to my sister-in-law, and this is only weeks after my brother was gone. I said, I think we should start a foundation to honor what Stephen did and help kids. Why not help, you know, these kids that are left behind when they die in the line of duty? So 
uh, that's when we first started. But I'm going to tell you, we were doing a lot. But in 2010, the first ever quadruple amputee that ever survived any war was from where Stephen was born, where I was born, Staten Island, New York. And I went down to visit him in Walter Reed Army Medical Center. His name is Sergeant Brenda Morocco. And I was down there. I was talking to him. And I said, Brenda, can the Tunnels of Towers Foundation build you a, a mortgage-free home? And he accepted. And we delivered it June 11th, 2011. So it was almost on the 10th anniversary. It's three months short of the 10th anniversary, 9-11. So we were doing a lot, you know, raising a million dollars a year, $700,000 a year, whatever, up until that point. But now we built this house. I had raised, it would cost over $700,000 to build this house in the New York area. I don't have to tell you that. And um, we put all this smart technology in it. And then there was two more quadruple amputees right away that survived. And we said, well, we built for Brendan. We have to build for these two guys. So I'm down at Walter Reed all the time. We meet more and more. So it ends up being five quadruple amputees, but there's 38 triple amputees I was visiting. So I said, on the anniversary, the 10th anniversary of 9-11, we had a small concert. We told stories of 9-11. We told some stories of different families. We didn't even tell my brother's story. We told other people's stories, right? And I was on the stage giving a few words. And I said, look, we're building these houses for triple amputees. There's 38 triple amputees. I said, now we're going to build these 38 houses for triple amputees. So out of your mouth came that commitment. And then you're like, oh, wait a minute. I said it out loud. And I do that all the time, Delilah. That's what I learned in life. Say it out loud. And you have to complete it. So I said it out loud that day. My sisters and brothers went, oh, my God, what's he doing up there? Uh, you know, because to fathom that is millions of dollars. But I know God takes care of us because we're so pure. The, the, what we're doing is so pure. I know they would attract people to us that could help us build these houses. I had the utmost confidence. And we have. We built so many of these smart homes all over the country. But that's how we started with smart homes. But I'm going to tell you how we started with paying off the mortgages for police officers and first responders. December 20th, 2014, New York City, there was two police officers sitting in their car and somebody come up out of Baltimore and they thought it was all right to kill a cop just because they had a blue uniform on. And it came out and assassinated him sitting in their car. Just boom, Detectives Lou and Detectives Ramos. You probably remember it. it was, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I went and visited the family on Christmas Eve. We went there and we heard that they were concerned about their mortgages and how they're going to stay in the house because these were the breadwinners of the family. And we said, we're going to pay off your mortgage. We raised enough money in 10 days, not only to pay off the mortgage, but we remodeled their homes. So I saw the difference that that make. And I said, you know what? We got to do this now for all police officers and first responders. So we took on that commitment. And you know what? Because more and more people join us, once again, T, the number two, T.org stands for Tunnel to Towers. T, the number two, T.org. They donate $11 a month. We're able to take care of these families, but I need a lot more. My hope is, and I pray for this, you know, that we had a million people join us on this mission we could take care of every police officer, every firefighter, every first responder, every military personnel that dies on the line of duty and that leave young kids behind every year. Forever. Forever. That's Here, all it's going to Here's the thing, take. Frank. Um, my show has never been and never will be political. I will never 
take a political stand because my sh- I want my show to be inclusive and I don't of want course. anyone to ever feel nor do we that they don't belong and that was just the point I was going to make the beautiful thing about what you're doing is if you if you have an ounce of gratitude in your heart for the country that we live in the lifestyles we've been blessed with the freedoms we enjoy Saying thank you in a tangible way. It's one thing, you know, I always walk up whenever I see anybody in uniform, anybody, firefighter, police officer, military person, I always try to walk over and say, thank you. I appreciate the sacrifices you make. And that might hopefully touch their heart for a minute. But if you truly want to put your love in action and you truly want to say thank you, what a beautiful way to do it. Two cups of coffee a month. I drink, I know. you know, I drink dirty chai lattes about once a week. <laughs> I don't drink coffee. I'm a tea drinker. But about once a week, I might treat myself and go through a coffee stand. And if I decided not to do that, that would be about 20 bucks a month, 25 bucks a month that I could easily and never even miss. Never. You never miss it. And and people can watch when we deliver these house, they could say, I was part of that. And it's that's how the beauty of it. I helped give this military guy's family who died for our country a mortgage-free home. Or I helped this firefighter who ran up a building and fell through a floor and died and left kids behind. I helped pay their mortgage. Speaking of kids, how are Steven's kids? You said he had five. They're, uh, they're, they're great kids. They're great individuals. So we're, we're blessed in that. But listen, they were fortunate. They were surrounded by a lot of love on my sister-in-law's family is phenomenal. They, they've stepped up. They've just been terrific. And, you know, as far as our family is concerned, we're such a pain in the ass. You couldn't get rid of us even if you, even <laughs> if you tried that. So you know, we uh, sad to say we knew the routine because we know that, uh, you know, what Stephen went through when he was a little boy. Now, now his kids have to go through that. But how many lives has your brother's life and the sacrifice he made impacted? I, I agree with you. It's incredible. And one day he'll he will be joined with a lot of special people. There's no question about it. In the meantime, we got a whole lot of living to do and a whole lot of houses to build. Exactly. So T, the number two, T. Tunnel to towers.org. But you go to T, the number two, T.org. T, the number two, T.org. All right. Well, hopefully many, many people will say, you know what? I don't need that coffee. I'm going to donate $11 a month. Or maybe they'll say, I lost my brother. I lost my sister. I lost my mom. And in their their memory, I'm going to donate my coffee every week, but I'm going to also step up and donate one for mom or dad. Think how many houses we could build in. We, I'm already a part of it. We. (laughs) I like it. I like the way you're saying that. But that's exactly what I want. I want everyone to take ownership and say, we delivered this house. That's what I want. It is not about just my brother. It's about the people we help. And if everybody comes together, we we as a country, we can take care of the greatest of all Americans. 
Here, here's the thing. I think a lot of people feel helpless right now watching things go on around us that are just mind boggling. And a lot of us feel frustrated because we are powerless to do anything. But by doing this, by joining your efforts, by making a donation, by getting involved, by doing the runs, by sponsoring a run. How many people listening to my voice could say, you know what, I could do that. I I could organize 20 of my best friends and we could do a 9-11 run and we could raise money. We could ask for pledges. We could get our kids involved. We could have our kids do uh, an obstacle course at the farm and we could raise money. They could get pledges and we could donate that to tunnel to towers and impact the lives of our first responders. It's a it's a really sweet way to feel empowered to make a difference. I agree. And it's a great way to get your family to as kids that don't even know about what happened on 9-11. It's a beautiful thing, everything. And look, kids are magnificent. You give them an opportunity to do something good, they're going to do it. But they only take the lead from their parents. And as parents, we better make sure, and grandparents, that we set a good example that we take care of the people that give us this country, as you said earlier, Delilah, right? We live in this great country. It's because we have beautiful people that protect us, that give us this way of life. And there comes a price with that. And that price in some cases are paid by the ultimate sacrifice. And we better take care of these families. It's that simple. T, the number two, T.org. Go there now. As soon as you finish listening to this podcast, T, the number two, T.org and be a blessing and impact someone's lives. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you, Delilah. It was beautiful. Hopefully we do this again one day. All right. Thank you, hon. All right. God bless. 20 years ago seems like a long time, but for those who were there, for those who lost their loved ones, their friends, their coworkers, their neighbors, or their brother, that day is vivid and raw. For America and for the world, our trust in our fellow man was shaken. Frank and those who worked tirelessly to support not only, not only the first responders' families from 9-11, but our military and our first responders today are doing their part to revive our trust in goodness and hope. Because while we will never forget the tragedies of 9-11, we also must never stop believing that love wins. Frank sat down with me just before he embarked upon his commemorative Never Forget Walk, a 500-mile journey that will see him trekking through six states in six weeks' time. He kicked it off on August 1st at the Pentagon in Washington, D.C., and is now 24 days into his mission that will also take him through Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and will end up at Ground Zero in New York City on September 11th. He'll be joined by Gold Star and Fallen First Responder family members, 9-11 family members, firefighters, law enforcement, veterans, dignitaries, and others along the route. In the final segment on 9-11-2021, Frank will retrace his brother's footsteps as he raced towards the towers 20 years ago. I am so grateful to Frank and those like him who take it upon themselves to do good. When we first started the conversation, he said he wants to do good. You can, too. Learn more about Tunnel to Towers Foundation, T, the number two, T, T2T.org. 
Follow Tunnel to Towers on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Tunnel to Towers. Thank you for taking the time to be with us today as we told Stephen's story. Join me here on Love Someone next time and on the air each and every night. You know I'm on the air every night, right? Where I do my best to shine a light of love into dark corners, to soothe some aching hearts, and to ask you to remind you to reach out and love someone. 